Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 697. Four Ways to Make Jealousy Work for You by Jill Coleman of jillfit.com. And I am Dan, I am your host and your narrator here on Optimal Startup Daily. Each and every day, I am with you reading from some great blogs on entrepreneurship to help you improve your business life. And with that, I'm going to jump right into today's post as we optimize your life. Four Ways to Make Jealousy Work for You by Jill Coleman of jillfit.com. Last week, we released a new episode of the Best Life Podcast, all about what to do when the green-eyed monster appears, and we find ourselves getting triggered by someone else's good fortune. It's natural and normal to feel jealousy at times. I tend to think we're most susceptible when we're feeling out of our own power. When I used to compete in figure competitions, I remember feeling jealous and insecure and bad about myself when I was in my off-season and other people at the gym were in a cutting phase. Somehow them getting leaner made me feel like I was getting fatter. So ridiculous to think about things like that, but when you're jealous, things feel scarce. It feels like success is finite, as if when someone else has the thing we want, we're that much further from attaining it ourselves, which is untrue. There's plenty to go around, and just because someone else is crushing it doesn't mean we aren't too. Which is why I wanted to have this conversation, to share my own process when I feel triggered, in scarcity, or like I'm sucking at life. 1. First, ask what metrics are most important to you, because not everything can be the most important thing. We have to be discerning about our insecurities. Which ones are you willing to pay attention to, and which ones just aren't a thing for you? For example, I can appreciate people who have children, and I can see that it brings them immense joy and a sense of purpose in life. But that's not my personal metric for finding purpose. I find my purpose in building my business and impacting people all over the world, helping them get better, healthier, wealthier, and happier. Neither is better than the other, it's just personal preference. Imagine what anxiety I would feel if I was building my business and constantly feeling like I should also be having kids and getting a mortgage and saving for college, etc. You have to pick and choose your battles. However, with that being said, I'm therefore much more likely to feel triggered by someone who is crushing it in their business, right? Two. So next, I ask, would I want the lifestyle that person has to live in order to have that thing? And you'll be surprised to find out that often the answer is no. From the moment I started my business, I made decisions based on lifestyle and not money. The way I see it, what's the point in owning my own business if I'm still chained to a desk for 8-10 to hours a day? I'd rather the certainty of a more traditional job if that were the case. So when I see entrepreneurs with large teams and having to manage people, which I suck at, 
and being responsible for payroll for dozens of people, I don't want that, even if it means sacrificing millions of dollars. I want to be able to travel and not have meetings and set my own schedule and not be responsible for the livelihood of 10 plus people. So when I see a peer generating multiple seven figures in their business, but they work from sunup to sundown and have meetings constantly, I can consciously reject that option. Sure, the outcome is nice, but the process and lifestyle they have to live to achieve it is not for me. Instead of feeling at the mercy of the success happening all around us, we get to actively decide what to take personally. Same thing with physique efforts. I go to Gold's Gym in Venice Beach, California, the mecca of bodybuilding. There are people coming in and out of there constantly, getting ready for competitions, photo shoots, lean, shredded, muscular, beautiful physiques, physiques that most of us would covet. But then I see the gallon water jugs they carry, the Tupperwares they're eating out of, the hours of cardio they're doing, the social invites they turn down. And I realize I don't want that lifestyle, which is ironic considering when I was living that lifestyle, those things were the exact ones I was proud of. Three, use someone else's success as a show of what's possible and maybe even learn from them or hire them. Once I get clear on where I want to derive my success and the kind of lifestyle I'm willing to live in order to create it, I can get clearer on what an example of success looks like. I can look around my space and ask, who has the life I want? Who's about five years ahead of me in that thing? This was the exact question that led me to hire my first business coach. I considered reaching out to some famous fitness models for mentorship, but then realized the kind of success they had, magazine work, booth work, sponsorships, etc., wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to be successful off my brain, not my body. I wanted financial success and a sense of meaning, not likes and tear sheets. So I looked around the industry and found someone whose achievements were the ones I wanted. And then I literally reached out in a direct message on Facebook and asked if she took on coaching clients. And I paid her a significant amount of money for her expertise and mentorship, and it paid off big time. Instead of feeling jealous because she had what I wanted, I used it as motivation for what was possible for me too. I loved that an example existed of what I too wanted to create. And instead of lurking and being emo about it, I reached out and got busy. And finally, four, get busy doing your own Often we feel most susceptible to jealousy and insecurity when we feel out of our own power, when we're not focused or excited about what we're doing. So if you're constantly looking around, feeling bad for all the ways you're not measuring up, start taking action, boo. Blinders on, head down. Get hyper-focused on what you want to create. Remember you? You have a say too. Take action. Get busy. Create. Focus. Build something. You just listened to the post titled Four Ways to Make Jealousy Work for You by Jill Coleman of jillfit.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com 
slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you so much to Jill. Jill Fit started out as a daily fitness and nutrition blog back in 2010 when she was a full-time personal trainer and group fitness instructor working 70 plus hours a week. Over the next few years, she developed her own nutrition philosophy, Moderation 365, to automate consistent and healthy eating habits. Since then, Jill Fit has helped over 10,000 women do the same using this method. After investing in her very first business coach in 2012, which she mentioned in this post, Jill quit all her in-person training and moved fully online. Followers and other professionals began asking her how she was doing what she was doing, and as a result, she started sharing business tips, tools, and strategies. That same year, she launched her first business mentorship, Best of You Business, and did her first five-figure launch, and since then, Jill Fit has grossed over six million in revenue, and more importantly, has helped thousands of health, fitness, and nutrition professionals start and grow their online businesses so they can quit their nine-to-fives and create the fulfilling careers they've always dreamed of. Come by jillfit.com to show your support, and again, thanks so much to Jill for letting us share her work. But that's it for another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. Hope you enjoyed it and are enjoying your day, and I'll be back again with you tomorrow for the Monday show, where your optimal life awaits.